TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. There is some sort of food smell that is being pumped through the vents here at CBS Sports Radio that is messing with us. And I don't know if I can properly explain this to our radio listeners because I try to stay away from visual things. I mean, when it comes to smells, I really should stay away from that too because you can't hear what this smells like. But I'll try my best. Just imagine being at work, the same workplace that you're at every day, mm-hmm. that is generally a disgusting environment. And oh, all it's gross. Of, and then all of a sudden, this beautiful aroma <laughs> starts cascading from oh, the ceiling. Boy, you're so good. You are damn good. And it's just taking over you. It's washing over you. Yeah, initially I thought it was some sort of meat. Yeah, and I'm and I'm looking at spaghetti sauce or something. <laughs> no, I big old wiener. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I smelled a marinated burger of some sort. That's what I okay. smelled. And Pete and Mike smelled burnt toast, which I do, I'm not getting that so much of burnt toast. This to me is something that is being cooked properly. But burger. it's it's so strong in here. Did I actually thought like Amy might have left something on a George Foreman grill or something? <laughs> I was looking around, going, "What?" And then, yeah. then I thought I was losing my mind because I know that you know when people go crazy or sometimes they have things happen to them, like strokes, they smell different things. So I'm like, "Oh my god, am I like losing my mind? Am I gonna something gonna happen?" And I said, "You smell something?" And he went, "Oh, so." so. <laughs> Something I did not say like I said, yes, I do. No, Ray. you went, uh-huh. And I was like, all right, good. <laughs> so, I mean, I don't know where that's coming from or what, or this is some sort of torture. Yeah, whatever it is, stop it. Tactic that the bosses are using on us. <laughs> but you can't pump meat smells through the vents. No, not to carnivores. <laughs> Please, don't do that to us. You can't do that to us, man. Mm-hmm. I'm calling HR right now. The amount of food that Brian and I eat. And you're going to pump food smells? Whataburger. Through the vents at 6 a.m. Eastern time? I, I think I... How am I supposed to talk about Ryan Tannehill? Biscuits. I got to find out where this is coming from. We can cook his knee. <laughs> it might be cooked. Uh, but uh, I think I have resuscitated my metabolism because I've been eating like I'm going to an electric chair. So you're correct. This is not proper. This is not fair to have meat smells in the studio at 6.04 a.m. Mike, find the smell. Yes, Mike, find it. What was funny was you you asked Mike, you said, Mike, uh, you directed Mike. Uh, Mike, come in here and smell the studio. <laughs> what? <laughs> he said, that's all right. I smell it, too. <laughs> now, wait, Pete. That's, that was an interesting request. Pete, that's a sound effect you're playing, right? It's not sizzling meat sounds coming out of the vents, too. Actually, that is coming from the vents. This, oh, this, this place may be... Be ready to blow. <laughs> don't say that. I don't I'm need to be saying. thinking about that for the rest of the show. Uh, I'd rather think about delicious burgers being cooked right. somewhere above me. Your last thought. I mean, <laughs> did a five guys move in upstairs into the 880 studio? It's going on. All right. Well, hopefully Mike comes back with something like bacon or psh, it'd be empty handed. <laughs>
He's just going to return with nothing but confusion and disappointment, which is generally the two things he has in tow uh, every day of his life. Okay. Uh, all right, stop that, Pete. No, I don't want to hear it anymore. All right. Sizzling meat sounds on a frying pan. I don't need to hear that. All right, so the Miami Dolphins could be in big trouble. Uh-oh. If you believe that Ryan Tannehill was supposed to have that breakout season that people have been waiting for, which seems like a decade. I know it hasn't been that long, but isn't every year, is this the year Tannehill takes the step forward? At some point, you are who you are. Uh, but Ryan Tannehill yesterday at practice rolls out to his right, starts running with the football, plants his left leg to do a juke of sorts <laughs> before he goes out of bounds. And on that plant, re-injures his left knee. The same left knee. It has to be the same left knee. The same knee <laughs> that he hurt last year. He, he got a different one. No, he right. replaced the old. He's the only guy with two left knees in the NFL. The only thing unique about Ryan Tannehill. Can I get a new one? Right. The, the same knee that he injured last year. And one source said that because he didn't get it repaired last year, that it was a ticking time bomb that was going to go off at any point. Now, there has not been a decision made about Ryan Tannehill being out for the year. There has not been a decision made on surgery. He will get a second and maybe third opinion Mm -hmm. on this knee. And there's a video out there floating around from a local TV station driving by the Dolphins facility in the Zabruder film part two, (laughs) where you could see Tannehill walking normally into the facility as if nothing is wrong. So we don't know right now. But the Dolphins are fearful that he could be out for the year. Well, when he injured it initially, he opted for stem cell procedure. And and it was a partially torn ACL, and he opted for the stem cell procedure, something I had performed uh, earlier this year. And so they felt like he should have had gone, gone ahead with the ACL surgery. He didn't do that. And now this has come back to bite him in the you-know-what, apparently. Uh, they say there's no structural damage just that that possibly that ACL gave out, and now he may need to go ahead and have the the surgery that the team originally wanted him to have. Yeah, and if that is the case, and I'm not sure, this is just one source, that the procedure to fix him last year did not work, and he's out this Mm -hmm. year. I mean, that is a gross miscalculation by the people who made those decisions. Well, it's interesting with an ACL, I don't know if I would have opted, especially still playing pro ball, for stem cell. Uh, I opted for that procedure because I didn't want to have another surgery. I've had enough. Right. And I'm trying to you put them like, all what, 12, off. I think. Yeah, like no, I'm not up to that, that number, but too many. Okay. Uh, backs and knees, two knees, uh, two back. I don't want any more. That's more than enough. So it, it has helped. My knee is, is, while it's not 100% because I didn't follow the doctor's protocol because I was tired of going to the doctor's office and tired of seeing the therapist. I'll do this on my own. <laughs> it feels a hell of a lot better than it did prior to the procedure. Let's just say that. Thank you, Dr. Carter. Uh, but if I was continuing to play, one, I would have followed the doctor's orders, and two, I probably, I not probably, I would have had the ACL repaired uh, the old-fashioned way and, and, and not opted for stem cell research. I think the stem cell stuff is for us cats who are no longer as productive uh, as as a current athlete needs to be. So uh, I think that was a misstep and a miscalculation on, on his part. But that, we're neither here nor there. Uh, we're at this point where now he may have to go in and fix it 
the old-fashioned way. So we'll see what happens, but they're saying no structural damage. But if your knee is going to continue to give out uh, at some point, you're going to have to go ahead and, and dive in there and repair the damn thing. Yeah, and I think that's what everybody is assuming at this point. I don't want to say it's a safe assumption because there is no such thing in sports as a safe assumption, and we have learned that many times when it comes to injuries and speculation. But for a minute, let's just assume that Ryan Tannehill gets the surgery and he's out for the year. Now the options of who is going to be the Dolphins' starting quarterback mm-hmm. will be loud and they will be persistent. Now they have a guy on the roster in Matt Moore who has been a capable backup for a long time. If you make a short list of guys that you think can be competent in a situation where they step in for a game or two or have to come in for a few plays and you feel like they'll be able to handle it. I mean, Matt Moore is at the top of that list. If you're thinking about going deep into the postseason in a conference and in a division where the New England Patriots lie, well, then Matt Moore might not be the guy that you're looking for. So all the names are popping back up for the <laughs> Miami Dolphins. Mm-hmm. Which name is that? G. Well, Colin Kaepernick is yep. a big one. Yeah. And also one we haven't talked about in a couple of months, Jay Cutler. Yeah. Jay Cutler, who signed on with Fox, says, at least through somebody, reportedly, would delay his broadcasting career at Fox if he could be the full-time starter in Miami with Adam Gase who he worked with previously with Adam Gase there as his head coach. I would not go and get Jay Cutler out of that booth. Jay Cutler, to me, at the end looked like he was done with football. I wouldn't imagine that Jay Cutler was staying in shape when he thought he was going to broadcast. I've seen some Snapchats of his butt. He does not look like that. It looked like it was healthy. Yeah. It was in good shape. I had a nice like tan on he's it. He's relaxing. <laughs> he is relaxing. He is not working out. Uh, I am not going the Jay Cutler route, but boy, is that an intriguing one. It's very intriguing, and all these questions, uh, uh, stupid questions, is. In, in my mind, about Colin Kaepernick, well, is he in football shape? Has he been working out? Well, those are the questions you need to ask about Jay Cutler. Is his heart in it? And I know he has a previous relationship with Gage, but has he been keeping himself in football shape? And I'm not so sure he has. And who wouldn't say, yeah, I want to postpone my broadcasting career because while Fox may pay pretty good, Oh, those NFL starting quarterback checks, those are a hell of a lot better. Uh, it, it, will he come in and immediately be named the starter because he knows gay system, can pick it up uh, pretty quickly? Uh, I'm not so sure that's going to happen. Matt Moore's been there in the system, so he would probably be first uh, as the first option as the starter. But uh, it's intriguing, and I'm I'm sure the the Dolphins and, and Gase would make overtures to Cutler and find out what he's been doing with his time other than posting pictures of his his naked behind uh, to, to see uh, whether or not he can get up to speed rather quickly. Yeah, I don't think the Cutler is going to consider putting that uniform back on unless he is guaranteed that if healthy, he is going to be the starter for at least a few weeks unless we find out he can't play anymore and then they have to sit him down on the bench, which might be the case. Now, I, I used to have Jay Cutler's back all the time. I've said it many times on this show that I thought that it was unfair that people used to look at his sideline demeanor and then make judgments on whether or not he cared. I didn't think that was always the right way to approach evaluating Jay Cutler's passion for football. But last year changed my mind. He was awful last year. Just absolutely putrid. 
didn't look like he wanted to be there, and because his play matched that demeanor, then I've changed my mind. And they were reinvigorated, that offense. Yeah, they still stunk last year. And uh, Barkley threw, I don't know how many millions of interceptions when he was the starter, but they were totally re-energized when he was sat down. I mean, it was just unbelievable. The offense went from this plotting, I don't care, when can the game be over, to, all right, let's do something here, boys. Let's go out and get it. (laughs) And that's all I needed to know about Jay Cutler and his effect on the locker room and all the things that you mentioned, Kaepernick, and is he in shape? Another question with Kaepernick, he's going to ruin the locker room. The guys aren't going to play for him. We know that that's nonsense. With Cutler, I'm not so sure that he's the greatest (laughs) influence on a locker room, man. I just don't know. Well, he's never been labeled a a team leader. At least I haven't seen those reports. And uh, it's interesting you see guys who are not even suited up. Uh, for particular games, and they're admonishing your starting quarterback. That's something you don't see every day, especially in the NFL, uh, and neither at the collegiate level either. So uh, it it will be interesting to see what moves they make as far as Jay Cutler, but I'm sure uh, they've got uh, conversations ongoing to see where he is, considering he is so familiar with what they're doing there in an offensive way for the Dolphins. Yeah, that would be the option. This is one of those instances where I do believe that You know, if Jay Cutler is totally motivated and he's in shape and you bring him in and he is just boom, 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 knows the playbook and everything's good. Yeah, he's a better option than Kaepernick right now in that system for Adam Gase. I just don't know if that's the case. And I I, Kaepernick, I mean, rather Cutler looked like a guy was ready to turn it off last year. And then he goes right to the booth. I just, I can't see him going, you know what? I got to wake up this morning. I got to go through all my workouts just in case something happens. He seems like a guy that would say, all right, I'm in broadcasting now. Football was nice, but boys are really nice to relax and and grill in the nude. (laughs) You know? I mean, that's that's sort of the guy he strikes me. I could be wrong. Don't don't do that while you're cooking bacon, man. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Speaking of that. Where did that smell come from, Mike? You've been gone for several minutes now in search of the smell that was cascading out of the vents this morning that smelled like grilling meat that was making Brian and I crazy. Uh, Did you come back with any food? Nothing. No idea. What? Cannot find any food. It's got to be in close proximity, though. I went upstairs. Yeah. I did laps. I asked people. Did Is there you food fo- around? They said, I have no idea what you're talking Did about. Did you follow the smell? I, I mean, I tried to place myself directly above us. Yeah. I went there, nothing. It's really nice on the 11th floor, by the way. It is. It is nice. It's a little bit cooler. Yeah. Right? A lot yeah. cooler than here. Less people. It's nice. No, temperature wise, it's just nice, a little cool. It like, feels like a little breeze comes through there. Oh, it's, it's really nice. But nothing. Yeah. Less people. Nobody's there. 6 15 in the morning, man. Wait till 9 o'clock. Yeah, there's still not as many because we have a lot of salespeople down here. I don't think they, they, have, they have some up there. They have a, a couple. No, there's more than a couple. Oh. Trust me, I've I've perused those halls. Oh, really? You've yes. been you've been looking for a different type of meat up there. I, guess. <laughs> what I don't said. even like big booty, but I like her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I I like to see how my colleagues are doing every now and then. You know, just go check the temperature. Sure. Yeah, I still smell it. Do you still smell it? Mm, it's not as pronounced now. But there are remnants. Mm. There are definitely remnants. I cannot believe. I was hoping you would come back with like a plate of Jimmy Dean sausage. Oh, me something. too. I really did. <laughs> Damn. 
And no uh, bloodhound. I, I used to call you a bloodhound. Not anymore, man. You couldn't find the smell, the source of yeah, the smell. Yeah, you were able to, to get, like, Translateris and Bugatti Casino. Paul Green. Found Paul Green. You can't find this meat. Jody Nash. Jody, Jody Nash, <laughs> right, yes. <laughs> From the racetrack. All these people, you can't find this meat. No, I, I can't find the meat. <laughs> I looked in a lot of places for that meat. I could not find it. Here we go. You know, if I were you, what I would have done is I would have gone down to one of the trucks and just asked for like a plate of bacon and then brought it in here and be like, I found it. That's what a good producer would have done. Mm. Ow! Shot across the bow! What it would have done. Yeah. What I would have done if That's I was producing I said, look, I found it, guys. Just I'm not for you. going back empty handed. I'm right. bringing those cats something. Can't come back and say it. Oh, let me look again. <laughs> let me see if I can find it. Oh, damn. That's, That's too late. It's too late now. Find out what the hell's going on with the internet. How about that? Can you do that? Oh, uh, here we go again with the internet. How does this not work all well, the time? I don't know. Man. I'm doing exactly the same thing I do every morning. Use Turn my other, computer on. Use that other computer. No. <laughs> 855-212-4CBS. 855-212-4227. Coming up next, Colin Kaepernick and Miami. Uh. Why it will work, why it won't work. <laughs> We're coming right back. It's Gio and Jones on CBS Sports Radio. Yesterday, Andrew Bogus had a tough time with Discover Card. Mm-hmm. And the read he had to do for the other radio station that he was doing updates for in our cluster, WCBS 880. It's a news talk station. Well, it's more just news. Not yeah. There's no talk shows on there, mm-hmm. just news. Uh, so this was, this was Bogus yesterday. Having a rough time. Discover card alerts you if they find your social if you're fine they if they find your social security <laughs> number. <laughs> social security <laughs> number. Uh, so this morning I walk in and Bogus is going social security, social security, <laughs> social security, social security. <laughs> and I would like to report that he nailed it today. Same Wait. read today, and he nailed Thank it. Thank you. All eyes on him. And practice works. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's right. And all the pressure was on him. It was in his head. Uh, That's the good news. Uh, The bad news is that I was alerted to another mistake that happened yesterday. You can thank your colleagues for this one. So Bogish was so fakakted yesterday with this Discover Card thing that he just started reading sponsors that weren't there. Former boxing heavyweight champ Vladimir Klitschko is retiring. He's 41 years old and was considering a rematch with current champ Anthony Joshua. 40 million Americans. Or excuse me, Pat. Sports of 15 and 45. Andrew Bogus, <laughs> WCBS News Radio 880 Sports. Thanks, Andrew. What? All right, you want to hear what happened. <laughs> so the same, every update ends with the same lockout. Sports of 15 and 45, dot, dot, dot. So I will just copy and paste it instead of typing it over and over again. And I guess I copied and pasted the lockout of a sponsor read as well into that next update. So I started to read a sponsor that didn't deserve to be mentioned at that particular time. Mm-hmm. And I probably should have just finished it because that would have sounded better. Uh, but I stopped. <laughs> and because actually good. what my concern was, was that because I didn't remember saying sports is sponsored by Gillette and I knew I was reading the Gillette clothes. So I thought I had the wrong ending for the beginning, so I didn't want... So that was like... I just was a disaster. I'm confused. 40 million Americans. What? <laughs> or excuse me, Pat. Don't give a crap. Excuse me, Pat. <laughs> you know what, though? That's a cliffhanger, though, because you're on a news station, and you go, 40 million Americans. Everybody's going, 
What? what? I could be me. <laughs> wait, wait. What's going to happen? I'll get back to you. Uh, yeah. Like, oh, sorry. Tight. Sorry. I, Stay I guess tuned. Not yeah. allowed to report that yet. But <laughs> Thanks, Andrew. Hang on while we get confirmation from a second source. Hey, Andrew, you just do the sports, okay? Yeah. I got the 45 <laughs> yeah. million American story over here. We had an update anchor in Pittsburgh that would do the same thing where they'd, he'd split with the news station, the sports station, and he would screw up basically every day. He would read the lockout for the sports station on the news station, the lockout for the news station on the sports station, and then half the time wouldn't even know that he did it. And then we'd start laughing at him. We'd go, what? What do I do? What? I mean, it was just, <laughs> when, you, when you get somebody that early in the morning and you give them all this stuff, this is what's going to happen. So. Hmm. There you go. That's just my little PSA to those who continue to we love you, spread Andrew. folks very thin. I like the reporter laugh after. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no problem, Borgish. Uh, no, that's my girl, Pat Fornak. She and I are tight. Oh, really? Yeah, that's why she laughed. That's the one that messed up your name? No. Oh. No, her replacement messed up my name. Ah. <laughs> yeah. Pat, and you are tight. Yeah, like this. Never Damn met her. Borgish. Right. Never met her, but Never y'all are tight. Her, but we're radio friends. Gotcha. All right. Yeah. I'm Andrew Bogus, WCBS News Radio 880 Sports. Thanks, Andrew. <laughs> thanks, Andrew. Chemistry is obvious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Even though this has been a brutal day for you, we still thank you. No, not for brutal. Your, for your report. <laughs> thanks, thanks, Andrew. Shameful. Stay in your lane, Andrew. <laughs> 40 million Americans. Never, Something. Never mind. Here's Some Bogus. Shave. <laughs> So the Yankees looked awesome last oh, night in Cleveland. Swung on and lined to right field as a base hit. Going to third on the base hit is Brantley. On to second, Ramirez. The throw is wild and goes into the stands. So they're going to allow Brantley to score, and Ramirez goes all the way to third. That's John Sterling and Susan Waldman in disbelief on Yankees radio. Clint Frazier's overthrow, the third error of the first inning. The miscues led to a 2-0 hole and then a 5-1 loss. Corey Kluber went the distance for Cleveland, striking out 11, joining Nolan Ryan, Randy Johnson, and Pedro Martinez as the only pitchers ever with eight or more Ks in 12 straight starts. The Red Sox down the White Sox, 9-5 as Rafael Devers and Mookie Betts went deep. Boston leads New York by two games atop the ALEs. Third straight win in Houston for the Rays. 5-3 last night thanks to Steven Souza's two-run double in the seventh. Two homers and three RBI for Brandon Moss in the Royals' 6-4 defeat of the Mariners. KC remains in possession of the second AL Wild card, a half game better than those Rays. The Diamondbacks outscored the Cubs 10-8 at Rainey Wrigley. Three homers for Paul Goldschmidt, including the tiebreaker in the top of the ninth. Pittsburgh shut out Cincinnati 6-0, and the Dodgers 7-4 winners in Atlanta. Ryan Tannehill suffered some sort of left knee injury at Dolphins training camp yesterday morning. An MRI reportedly showed no new structural damage, but season-ending surgery is very much on the table still. Tannehill first hurt that knee in December and missed Miami's final four games, including one in the playoffs. Rico Gathers sounds exactly like someone named Rico Gathers. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, that's a problem for anybody. You know, any 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 secondary, um, because you know you always gonna have that mismatch. Oh yeah, I mean, you know that's a problem for anybody. For anybody, you know, any 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 secondary, um, because you know you always gonna have that mismatch. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm Rico, man. Yeah, don't you know? Yeah, who wants to talk to Rico after practice? You get the men, the memo on Rico. You want to talk to Rico? Rico over here now. What's going on, man? Rico the man. Man, you know we gonna have those problems, man. You knew it. I knew it. Oh yeah. Come here. Come here, baby. <laughs> so the, the problem is him being 6'6", 290, and a former Baylor power forward yep. uh, now mm-hmm. playing tight end slash wide receiver for the Cowboys. Damn right, He boy. caught a touchdown pass last night in Canton. I'm Rico. I'm a mismatch. Man. Nightmare, baby. Yeah. 
Yeah, you just gave a lot of information on me. You got my social security number, too. Oh, can, I do you, even, not. can you even say that? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm just so smooth. Oh, suave. That's right, man. I'm going to be the next Paul Green. That's the heir apparent. Right there. That's the next Jason Witten. You better look out. That's the future, baby. That's the future that Jerry Jones Jones. was talking about, not them quarterbacks. I'm the future. You say a lot of crazy stuff, Jones, but mm -mm, I agree with that one. I can Mm. rebound. I can body up to them DBs. I'm Rico. Yeah. Throw me the ball, quarterback. So Dallas beat Arizona last night, 2018, in the Hall of Fame game in Canton. And Paris Saint-Germain officially obtained soccer star Neymar yesterday, paying FC Barcelona 222 million euros, more than doubling the previous record for a transfer fee. And Neymar's annual salary is expected to be 30 million euros after taxes. Boys? Tannehill may be out for the season for the Dolphins. We have to wait and see if season-ending surgery is going to be the route that he takes. So, who's going to be the next quarterback? They love Matt Moore. Teammates apparently love Matt Moore. Stepped in last year and played relatively well with the expectations of a backup when Tannehill went down. And he could probably do the job somewhat competently for a little bit. It's just a matter of how far the Dolphins believe that this team can go this year. For example, Teddy Bridgewater goes down last year. The Minnesota Vikings felt like they had a great team and they could not let the season slip away, so they mm-hmm. trade around a, traded a first-round pick for Sam Bradford. Now, that looked like it was going to be a really good thing when they were 5-0 and and then things fell apart, uh, but... Do the Dolphins believe that the group that they have in 2017 is one they can't let slip away? And if if that's the case, then you probably can't go with Matt Moore. So we talked about Jay Cutler and why that could work and maybe why it couldn't work. With Colin Kaepernick, we've been talking for days on how we believe that he is good enough to still start in the NFL. And Stephen Ross apparently has a history of being very understanding with Mm -hmm. players' social stances and being open-minded to the personalities of today's players and being supportive of that. The side that people are bringing up with the Miami Dolphins that's unique to Miami is an incident where Colin Kaepernick wore the T-shirt that had Malcolm X and Fidel Castro on it. Now, I am not a fan of Fidel Castro. I think that... A lot of people would look at some of the bad things that he did and have that same opinion. And many Cubans, when he passed away, were celebrating. Uh, Many Cubans fled to Miami because of his really horrible rule there for many years. Uh, We don't need to go into all the details. However, there is another side of that and a perspective that you shared with me that I'll let you share now that maybe would at least make his legacy more complicated in people's eyes as opposed to being one-sided. I'm still not on Fidel Castro's side. I never will be. Uh, I think he was a bad man. But there's some stuff that happened in the past where Colin Kaepernick putting on that shirt and someone who is trying to get his message across, it might make a little more sense. Well, let's start with Stephen Ross. You're right. He's, he's, he's stated that, and this was back in July, that he supported those uh, on the Dolphins team last year that wanted to kneel during the national anthem. He had their back. He's also stated if Colin Kaepernick can come in and help this football team win and the head coach and the football operations people believe he can help them win, uh, so be it. Bring him in. 
he doesn't have a problem with that. As far as the duality of, of Fidel Castro, you're right. There's a part of the history that is never told where you had American presidents and, and British uh, prime ministers saying tear down that wall in Germany, saying that to the Soviet Union, but yet keep up that wall of apartheid uh, there in South Africa, whereas Fidel Castro sent troops to South Africa to fight on on the behalf of those who were fighting for their freedom, Nelson Mandela and others. So that part of the story rarely gets told. So that just speaks to the duality of men and, and, and women. You know, there's there's two sides to everyone. And and while uh, he was a, a dictator there in Cuba, uh, he deal, did feel the need to fight for freedoms for others around the globe. So it's a controversial uh, legacy that he leaves, and, and which I understand. Uh, so Stephen Ross will have a huge fight on his hands if the Dolphins are to bring in uh, uh, Colin Kaepernick, considering uh, the vast uh, Cuban population that resides there in, in South Florida. So, But he understands, and I'm sure he was mindful of that when he made the statements this past July that he was open uh, to bringing Colin Kaepernick in. I don't think you make that statement not knowing uh, the environment and community in which you live and your team uh, plays in. Yeah, and I would talk to Colin Kaepernick about that if I were Stephen Ross or I was anybody else, and, I, and I'd and try to understand his point of view. And if he was saying that everything that Fidel Castro did was great, and boy, I wish that he had run this country, and I everything I hear about him, I don't believe and he's the greatest man ever lived, and I would say, okay, well, you're maybe a little bit misguided on this. I mean, if he understands both sides of it mm-hmm. and the horrible things that he did and why people fled that country in droves because they didn't want to be a part of it, they were fearful, fearful of their lives, and then also says, and he also did this, then I'd say, okay, you understand that, and you're not someone who is completely lost on this and going to offend half of our population here. And that's something I think you need to talk to him about in that particular city. I think that is extremely important to do so we'll see if they end up going that route um not everything that colin kaepernick has done i'm a fan of we've talked about the pig socks and and the castro shirt but none of these things should prevent him in my opinion from getting a job in the nfl those are two different things you could dislike someone you could dislike someone's actions but it it should not there's certain things in my mind that should not prevent someone from getting a job. But I also understand that if you're an owner, you have that choice and you have that right to employ who you want. I'm speaking from my perspective. That type of stuff wouldn't hold me back from giving yeah, it's him a job. it's a private industry. So if you, you're the owner of a private industry and, and you can choose uh, who to hire and who not to hire, and, and we've had these battles during civil rights where you have uh, certain establishments, and, and actually we're having these fights right now. I think our case is going to the Supreme Court where a Photographer did not want to uh, participate in uh, the wedding of a gay couple. Uh, so I think this case has is, 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 is been appealed all the way up to the Supreme Court, and we've had it during the civil rights era. We had restaurants that didn't want to serve uh, black folks. So uh, we've seen this movie before, but uh, Stephen Ross has come out on the side of the players in this deal and also Colin Kaepernick, and, and uh, I, I don't think he's going to be resistant to the signing if that's what Adam Gase and others who run that football program, think he can come in and help. Yeah, and a good owner trusts his coach and general manager. That's what someone who is running a team and has faith in the guys that he hired should do and shouldn't get in the way of that. 
Just like we were talking about with the Baltimore Ravens. Steve Bashotti, if he's a, a really good owner, and Ozzie Newsom and John Harbaugh, guys that you know he trusts, you know, that have won a Super Bowl for him, that walk into his office and say, This is what we want, and be like, Okay, I got your back. Mm-hmm. I trust you. I mean, that's what someone should do. And, and this is also what he wants. Someone else, I said this yesterday, someone else to become a player mm-hmm. in this deal. And now maybe the Dolphins, the ball's in their court. Uh, are you going to reach out to Colin Kaepernick? And, and that takes some of the heat, some of the attention off of Steve Bashadi and the Ravens at this point. And that being said, this may be some leverage for Colin Kaepernick. Now I got two that uh, may be vying for for my uh, my athleticism, my ability, my playing uh, ability. So uh, th- th- this this story and this scenario keeps getting more and more interesting. As I was driving in, I was wishing that real life and TV life could join together. And Charles Green and Seifert, the GM in Ballers, could have a discussion mm. about bringing in Colin Kaepernick mm. <laughs> on the HBO. I'm TV sure that show. will occur at some point. <laughs> I'm sure uh, art or life will art will imitate life. Yeah, at some point. It already does on that show. Well, Mm -hmm. yes, Art is imitating life on that show, and it would continue. But just Charles Green walking in. The name of that actor, he's going to join us at some point in studio. What, a couple months from now, in September some point? When? A couple weeks. Oh, a couple weeks, yes. He's going to be in here. So Big fella. Yeah, the big fella. Mm. The Black Swan was his nickname. Was that his nickname? When he played, yeah. The Black Swan. Okay. That's the cat who was... Had the pictures on his phone. The wife caught him, and they mm-hmm. came up on the television. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Then he was at the their version of the White House. Yep, and he tried to climb off the uh, balcony. That's there. the dude. That's the black swan. And now he's working in the front office uh-huh. for the fake Miami Dolphins on Ballers. Cool. And Seifert is the general manager there. That's the little brother. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Big brother and little brother. Black Swan and Seifert. <laughs> Little brother. Little brother. Yes, that is that right. is the little brother. Okay. All right. Coming up next, some college football talk. We've got an expert, and we're going to juice him. Coming ah! right back. Talk to Geo and Jones now. 855-212-4CBS. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Alabama and Nick Saban have decided not to suspend Deshaun Hand, the defensive lineman who was arrested and charged with driving under the influence. Sleeping, man. He was sleeping. Even though, and I was getting to that. Yeah. Even though he he was not driving. Now, the car was on. The lights were on. He was in the car. But he was not driving. He was parked, and the car wasn't moving. And to the best of... The police officer's knowledge, he had not driven the car inebriated when at, at that point, at least from what I'm reading. Uh, so he had, he had turned the car on. Right. Turned, everything was on, but he decided better of driving it. I don't know if he made that decision or he just got into the car and passed out. I don't know. Hmm. But I do think that it is important that they didn't see him drive. Now, I don't know if he drove and then parked the car there and stopped and fell asleep. I don't know that. Nobody really knows mm-hmm. that. But I do think that it's important that as far as the law goes here, that even though he was still charged and arrested with driving under the influence, that he, when he was found, the car was in park and it was on, but he was not driving. He was not pulled over. 
for swerving or anything like that. Right. Uh, now, I played with a teammate, and actually two teammates in the NFL, and they stopped at a red light. It was actually one of those blinking red lights and fell asleep both. One was a starter. The other wasn't. One was cut. The other wasn't. Guess who was cut and who wasn't? Starter or the backup? Well, yeah. do I need to? Yeah, the backup. Of course. Of course. So, uh, interesting that Nick Saban, who I cited, interesting, he has decided that there's no punishment other than some community service or this or that. Uh, and he felt like a suspension wasn't warranted. Others have come out and, and <laughs> I based it the man saying, well, if it was the first game wasn't Florida State, it was someone else. If it was Mercer, who's on the schedule, uh, of course, hand would be. Well, there's no set. doubt. Yeah. But I mean, but he didn't drive the car. We have no evidence that he ever moved the vehicle. Uh, yeah, I mean, I feel naive in saying that, but there is a chance, and maybe even a good chance, that he never drove it. That he right. just got in the car, started it, and sat there. Um, now I know people are freaking out over it. I would be freaking out too if he was driving. If right. he was, if he was flat out driving drunk, swerving around, whatever, and gave the cops a reason to pull him over and arrest him for DUI. He can't just get community service and a couple of ride-alongs to try to help him out. That mm-hmm. can't happen. Right. I don't care if it's Florida State or whomever. You cannot have this guy play in at least the first game. But you know this this is a little bit different to me than your normal right. DUI. Should someone be getting that drunk to pass out? No, but I mean he is being punished a little bit. I don't know. I feel dirty even saying this, but. <laughs> I I don't I think that there's a difference. There's some gray area here, right? I think there's a difference. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I, I do. I'm with you. Yeah, uh, I, I agree 100. percent And you can always have those that want some something very punitive uh, when this happens because they believe it's a privilege to play. Uh, and and so is is it a privilege to go to class as well? So should he be suspended from going to class? And, I mean, this is. It's an extracurricular activity, but it's one where you bust your butt to participate in. So uh, don't go to class or be suspended from class. Just kicked off a of campus for a week. I mean, why not just say that, not just point towards the guy going out and playing a sport he loves and he's uh, worked tremendously hard uh, to participate in. I try to be fair in these things and at least try to put myself in the shoes of – someone who was involved in something like this. Now, I'm never going to know what it's like to be a four-star recruit at Alabama who's one of their best defensive players getting mm-hmm. ready for Florida State. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to know what that's like. But I can imagine being out, being a little too drunk, mm-hmm. getting into a vehicle and falling asleep. Now, if I woke up and didn't drive anywhere, even if I turned the car on, would I feel like I should be arrested for that? Probably not. I got to be honest with you. I'm just being honest. If I knew for a fact I didn't go anywhere yeah. and I was just sitting in the car and maybe I had an intention but never did it and then got arrested and charged with a, a full-blown DUI, would I say that that was fair? If that was me in that situation, I would say no, that's not yeah. fair. I'm with just you. being completely honest. And people can freak out, and I know that DUI, I understand how bad DUI is and how bad it can be, and yes. lives have been. I understand that. Yes, I can understand it and also feel that way about it in this particular situation. Yeah, uh, if he n- never ever moved that vehicle, and they can prove that. Uh, I think this is enough punishment. Uh, you know, why even get in the car though? If you're that 
How did you find? I'm not even going to ask that question. Having been in that state before, you can find your way to a lot of different situations. So uh, people can get upset, and we've seen Nick Saban previously handle these matters internally. Uh, What happened with Brandon Chicken last year? Nothing. Not a damn thing. Uh, So Tim Williams and Brandon Chicken, that story will live on forever. And Brandon Chicken still has not been identified. And Nick, Coach Saban likes to handle these things his way. And once again, media critics be damned. The the Pony Strip Club, which is just a few miles east of Ole Miss campus. Mm, Don't tell me Hugh Freeze was there, man. No, no, no. no. they're, They're having a party. And it's this Saturday, it's tomorrow, and it's the Hugh Freeze tribute party. Oh! So they're throwing a party in his honor okay. at the Pony just a couple miles east <laughs> of campus there. So, I mean, it's a, um, it's a, it's going to be a, a barn burner there. And the guy who uh, runs this thing, was it Westland, Jerry Westland? He said that Hugh Freeze was a piece of work to me because he banned his players from coming to my clubs. What? He banned them from going to strip clubs. I'm like, I'm sorry. At 18 year old, years old, you could serve your country. We can give you a gun and send you to godforsaken places. Yeah. But Hugh Freeze decided they weren't mature enough to come to a strip club. So as the ultimate hypocrite, it's only appropriate we'd have the Hugh Freeze tribute party. <laughs> <laughs> so why not? Hop on a plane, go down there for the Hugh Freeze. That would be a good special for CBS Sports Network. At the Pony. I mean, they're sending you all over the place to SEC Media Days and to interview whoever the hell else. Send Brian Jones to the Pony and do a special at the Hugh Freeze Tribute Party. I don't think you like me being employed. Because uh, uh, no. that would be a death knell to Brian Jones' career. No, I'm saying the I got thing. a lot of stuff to pay for, Gio. I'm, I'm well. I got new stuff coming on the books. I mean, um, I'm already overextended. I need my my job. I'm well aware. Okay. Um, I'm saying that they should send you there, so it'd be their decision, so you'd be in the clear. Uh, Get it? Well, coming like, up next, like David West, NBA no! champion. David West joins us. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. Back clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.